This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hey, forget about it. This is fucking Skyla over here. I'm doing some test runs for Chrissy while he's doing some other... Uh, we'll say unsavory things on the outside of the cameras. And, uh, I'm just gonna talk about, uh, what I got going on in my life. Everything's kind of a fucking mess right now. And, uh, you know, I've been, I got a whole two liter of Diet Pepsi next to me. I don't know why. I just cracked it open. I'm gonna start drinking it like a fucking insane person. That's me. Fucking crazy. This fucking guy doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. Now, I'm just sitting here talking, waiting for Chrissy to get back, and one of these days he's gonna fucking get back here, and then I'm gonna fucking start the show. Well, 48 seconds, and he's still not back here. And I don't understand what's going on here. Fucking, uh, you know, fucking. This is me doing my thing. And I, you know, fucking, I don't fucking know. What is that? What does it all mean? Sometimes I feel really insignificant in the universe. And I feel like I look up at the stars and I think, wow, look at all them insignificant specks in the sky. And it's just me, all alone, sitting here. I I don't know if I could ever do a solo podcast like this. It's kind of like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh... I live in Indiana now, right? In fucking Indiana, it's kind of a fucking weird place, you know? How you doing tonight? Hey. Hey, this is fucking uh, Skylar. I create Omega Star 7, and I have now taken over the Wizard Scroll. Yes, thank you for joining us today on Skylar's show. Skylar, thanks yes, for Chris having Bowser me on. Chris Bowser is no longer part of the show. He's actually, I've now taken his show. Yes. It is all mine now. You ever see the, the the Futurama meme where it's like, why doesn't the Ross, the largest friend, simply consume the rest? That's me. That's what you've I'm done. The you've Ross. consumed. You've consumed Wizard Scroll. I'm consuming everybody. Listen, I don't like other podcasts. Right. Okay. So I have them all join my show. Therefore, there is only Omega Star Seven. I've only got like six shows on board, but we're getting there slowly. You're, yeah, you're building. You're like a catamaran. You're just fucking absorbing mm-hmm. them all. That's how we do things here in the sometimes somewhere. The sometimes somewhere. The fucking sometimes subway, you know what I'm saying? So I hear you've uh, recently concluded your first big old season of the show, and you're kind of yeah, in between yeah. things at the moment. So it how was is... November. Where were you? <laughs> huh? I was, was there. Back in November. I was I there. You I was there. fucking. I was I'm fucking. Uh, Zoots McKenzie, man. It was quite a story. Yeah, like from humble beginnings, from humble beginnings up until like just fucking nut jokes and just improv and shit, and then you just like completely pivoted and then just came out with this whole scripted shit, and it's so good. Where did the show for you take that weird turn? Like, what was the episode that was like, wow, this show's gotten pretty serious? Honestly, I feel like right after. 
right after Mushroom Madness, I think, is where the pivot really started. You think that fucking uh, I think Harry Spaces in the hallway of Almost Infinite Doors was serious? Wait, did that one come out after? That was after Mushroom Madness, big guy. I feel like Mushroom Madness was like, like after that point, it was like a lot more scripted, I could tell. I don't know. I'll tell you, the scripts really came in around, uh, ooh, I think the last big improv we did was A Scrapper's Paradise. That one I thought was really good. But before that, we did, like, all scripts after Sprocket Toomey. So Sprocket Toomey was, like, the first big scripted episode. Badger and Slip's big trip, we started experimenting with it. Uh Uh-huh. And then I would say, like... It really took hold during the last episode into the next. So, like, uh, when we were shooting Trey with Titanium Steel Balls, that was, like, the last improv. Because we had recorded that in tandem with Scrapper's Paradise. We did them both at the same time, knowing there'd be some scripted stuff in between it. Uh-huh. But we kept – we did them all. Because I, no, I, I moved to, like, Indiana, away from Pennsylvania. So we wanted to get a couple improv stories in there lines for fun before it all went kaput so you were like moved like states during like the production of the Mm -hmm. show and that didn't like mess with the release schedule or anything huh nope that's insane Uh, even when i my house caught on fire holy shit um and i had to like live in a temporary place uh that's when we started doing anthology episodes because like we were like i was in such a spot to not be able to write every night Mm mm-hmm so what we would do is we'd get on phones. We used to, you know, all Discord calls and do writing there. We took a break because I was like, D- I gotta, I gotta figure this stuff out. But we should release something. So we didn't break our schedule for one straight year, right? Twenty twenty one. Yep. So twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two was one straight that is year. Fucking unbelievable. Of no re- breaks and release. Like the longest streak I did was like ten weeks in a row. That was like. And that was like when the first 10 weeks of my show was like, I did that. And then I took a week break. You feel fucking accomplished, Chrissy? I honestly do. Because like that first season was just like I had written 16 episodes. And I was like, all right, I'm going to release one a week. Fucking record it all. Edit everything. Fucking sound effects, background music and everything. I would do it once a week. It was fucking it was brutal. Especially with the computer I had at the time. It was like this old fucking hunk of shit. Took like 10 minutes to turn it on. To load that fucking thing up. To put all the files into Audacity. I was still using Audacity at the time. Like I felt like once I fuck, once you inter- once you introduced me to Reaper. It was like I, like I was a caveman. I was a fucking Neanderthal. And then I just watched you like bang two rocks together and light a fire. And then my mind just exploded at that point. And that's where I really feel like I took off. So, so the, Chris's success, getting signed to Fable and Folly, all of them. That's because of me. I would say so. You Thank you that. for your... <laughs> I, I, I'm claiming all of the... I'm claiming all, of all of my the, accomplishments, uh, even the ones before we met, are, are, are yeah, solely nope, because nope, of you. All of it was me, dude. It was solely In because of me. In 2018, when I decided to do this, it was because I knew... In two, that in two or so years' time, I would meet a man named Skylar Giordano. Nice. And he would fucking, I would ride his coattails all the way to the top. That's right. I'm bringing them all, like a, like an astral whale with a city on his back. <laughs> I'm bringing everyone with me. Hell top. yeah. I'm here for it. Holy oh, shit. Like, I've Christ. been in that writer's room with you these past couple days, and I feel like we're making some really good shit. 
I feel like the writer's room of Omega Star 7 is the most enigmatic place. Because people in our Discord see us in there. And what are they fucking doing? <laughs> what are they doing in there? Probably talking about balls in your jaw. <laughs> and then it comes out with this like ridiculous script every time. We're like, we We've did, we're like done mad it. scientists. We're like, we fucking did it. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. We were too preoccupied not asking ourselves if we should. But if we could, and we did. Yeah, we did all right. Holy shit. We fucking We did. fucking did it, Louie. Fucking lower. Use your fucking skull. You know, sometimes you just gotta get it. Like, when you think about the lines too much, I feel like you'll agree that, like, it, you just gotta put some polish on your brain and the lines, like, if you don't think about it, you just reply to whatever the person previous said. That's how the best lines come out. Well, yeah, that's, that's like, why I do this thing where I will reread the very last line say give me a line right mm -hmm. now like i'll just snap i'll be like i want someone's gut reaction and then i just we take it we filter it down someone will go overboard like you or yeah. me and then i take that say say that again so that you've already refiltered it and then i'll filter it again and clean it up to the point where we're all and you know we all kind of do that in the show where we will Filter like we'll write down like the long line and then say how do we clean this up like fucking hem like like the fucking Hemingway of fucking balls some okay? fucking balls the Hemingway huh? of fucking balls. So Mondays, am I right? Fuck, I fuck. Don't start. Don't <laughs> we'll fucking be here all fucking night if have, I start now. We fucking know Tuesday is the worst day, dude. <laughs> fuck. All right, listen, Monday. You come into work and you're like, shit, it sucks today, but you're tired. No one ever, there's no expectations. But then Tuesday, when it really hits the fan that you're there for four more days, you're going to look me dead in the eye and say, that's better than Monday. I mean, I kind of feel like I, I kind of get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Because like, I feel like not just Tuesday, but like Monday night. After you get home from work, after you eat dinner, it's like nine o'clock and you just fucking like got sat down and you're like, fuck, I got four more days of this. Yeah, I'm telling you that that is the worst feeling. Waking up on Monday, I would say, is pretty bad for sure. I, I do engineering for a living, so it's a lot of a lot of thinking a lot of the time. So showing up on a Monday morning, just fucking rolled out of bed. From a fucking weekend long stint sitting in front of my computer editing Wizard Scroll, like I'm I'm fucking mushad when I get into work on a Monday morning. I got I got I got I got to address your audience for a second. Of course, this fucking guy, this fucking guy, Chrissy. Okay, he wrote the Wizard Scroll. I want you to know that he is an engineer, pretty much in the civic engineering line of work. I assume. Yeah, transportation. Yes, I am. I am a trafficker this, of some sort. And what what city do you live in? I'm in uh, Boca Raton. And so, in why it's so chaotic in Boca Raton? Yeah, it's because I'm it's here. Because it's run by exactly. Yeah. It's because this guy's planning out bus routes and shit. <laughs> planning the bus routes. <laughs> why why is that bus going through a school? I don't just know. Through like you just fucking... open the fucking the the super target door as a bus goes through. I mean, we just like traffic lights inside now. Yeah, it's great. Man, you live in the dream, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Chris, what do you want to be when you grow up? I feel like I'm kind of already doing it. But, like, I would very much like to 
I mean, dream fucking job, I'm telling you right now. It's probably like fucking, I want to be like Bart Simpson's voice actor or some shit. Give me, give us your best Bart Simpson. Eat my shorts, man. I'm Bart. Eat my shorts, man. Eat my shorts. Don't have a cow, man. Eat my fucking shorts, man. Don't have a cowabunga. I could be Bart Simpson the teenage years or something. Fuck, man. I caramba. I caramba. All right, all right. Can you do, I do a really good Sonic the Hedgehog. But I want to see what you do at first. Way past cool. Eat my oh. shorts. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I love chili dogs. <laughs> I feel like it's the same as my Bart. Just a little bit so, lower. Chris, I'm a, so I'm 30 years old. Yes. Right. You're probably too young to remember this, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I was very young, and I was only catching reruns at the time. But there used to be a Sonic the Hedgehog like car. There was a bunch. I've of heard Sonic of the, the cartoon. Hedgehog. I've heard of the cartoon. But like the OG one, right? Yeah, with Steve Urkel. And uh, this is like before like Sonic Underground and the uh, and the Sonic uh, X, all those. Yes, I do remember all those. But Sonic the Hedgehog, there were like these PSAs after each one. Yeah, and it was like the cringiest shit. I've dude. seen. I've seen one in particular. The the smoking one, right? No. Oh, the smoking Sonic, the smoke is so good. I've seen a different one where Sonic comes in and he's like, Hey kids, if an adult touches you in a place that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's, that's no, no good. good. <laughs> I remember that one. That was the only one I've really seen. I just clipped my audio there. <laughs> it was, oh, that was a good laugh. You got me good. I forgot about that one. <laughs> the smoking cigarettes Hey one? kids. Hey Tails. <laughs> don't smoke that <laughs> but sonic it makes me cool yeah are you sure you haven't seen it i think now that you mentioned it now that you mentioned it honestly i think i'm kind of getting bits and pieces back because <laughs> that's exactly what happens <laughs> <laughs> oh let me look it up let me look it up oh you're gonna watch it right now yeah Exactly what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smoking's bad for you, kids. Oh my god. But Sonic! But Sonic, I look cool! Um, hello. Hold my smokes. Hold, Hold my smokes! <laughs> can we do a scene real quick? Oh, hell yeah. Hey, welcome to the fucking pet store. Can I help you? Nah, my fucking ferret died. It died? Yeah, fucking died. Well, what happened to it? I don't know, he fucking died. Did you did you water it? Did you feed him? Like Did I water my ferret? <laughs> yeah, did you give it water? Did you like give it a little box to shit in? Like, what were you doing that it that made it die? Um, I don't know. He just kinda died. Okay, so what do you want me to do about it? I want you to take him back. Take him back? He's fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm asking for a return. Kermit the Frog sounding ass. Get the fuck out of my store. That was a good scene. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one.
<laughs> what are we even doing? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kids, there's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. Do you ever fucking, do you ever yeah. think to yourself, hey, uh, you know, I fucking created this fucking really good thing that I'm really proud of. No, because it's not a really good thing. It's not that I'm not that proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my show. I um, but I never, I, n- I never think of it like that. You know, like I'm, I am proud of it, and like I'm really, I do feel it. I feel indebted no, to no. it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Hold on, we have a special Thank guest. You. Put that in your ear. Oh, is your dad here? Yo, what's up? Saturday night. Hey, Happy Saturday, brothers and sisters and mothers oh. and fathers. Oh. I love I love Mr. Bowso. No, best. no, you gotta call me Uncle Rick. Uncle Rick. No one Uncle call. fucking Rick, this fucking guy. <laughs> Uncle Rick. Who am I speaking with? A fucking Skyler. <laughs> oh Skyler, okay. No, I only have you in one ear. Oh shit. And his cock is in my other ear. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Could you hear me now? Hold uh, on, hold on. I hear you. Hold on. Uncle Rick. All right, that's better. <laughs> oh, spit God. on the microphone. Oh, that's, that's not spit. Come, that's come. Come that's on. Come. Yeah, you're come right. Come on, Camellia. <laughs> Skyler, where are you located again? Indiana. Indiana. It's cold there, right? Not right now. All right, it's coming back. Don't you worry. Hot as fucking balls in here, dude. Nice. I like hot, sweaty, dirty balls across your nose. Oh, my God. There once was an old lady living in his shoes. She had so many kids, her uterus fell out. Oh, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack burnt off his fucking prick. Oh. I got to go get laid. All right, good night. Bye, Uncle Rick. When did you move to Florida? I moved to Florida uh, after I graduated high school. Oh, you lived in the Bronx your whole fucking life. I lived dude. in the Bronx up until eighth grade, and then I moved to uh, Westchester for high Pennsylvania? school. Pennsylvania? No, Westchester, New York. Oh, okay. So, like, basically, we had a, we like had a tw- Westchester too, like twenty minutes north of the Bronx. Okay, it was like the, right. it was like the bougie area, like all bougie. the all the old money. All those years of your uh, dad uh, butchering paid off for him. He's he's moved on to greener pastures. Let's say he. Uh, What's he doing now? He's doing real. He's in the real estate business now. You fuck it. That guy is in the real estate business. They fucking buy this house. Say you want my fucking house? Ah, come on. Uh, so tell me about this house, then, huh? Yeah, it's got fucking front door, back door, fucking windows. It's got everything you need. How much you, you want? Got a fucking bathroom. It's got two fucking bathrooms, three toilets. Two fucking bathrooms? Two bathrooms, three, three toilets. Where's the third toilet at? Three toilets. We got dueling toilets. You sit on one side, your wife sits on the other side, you look each other in the eyes, you both take a fucking shit. Oh! What are you drinking this eve? 
Fucking Diet Pepsi. I got no booze in my house. Oh, shit. I got fucking Vodka LaCroix going right now. I'm feeling- I'm doing fucking clean living right now. I'm feeling fine. I'm fucking clean living. That's pretty good. That's a commendable effort, my friend. Every once in a while, I like to just do like a like a little like a little dopamine detox, if you will, just like cut everything out for like a week, mm-hmm. and then holy shit, that Friday when when you just binge everything again, holy shit, it's just the best feeling in the world. How do you feel about the Mandalorian right now? I've seen maybe like the first two episodes of the Mandalorian. I haven't watched uh-huh. the rest. I remember wow. I really enjoyed that robot character. That gets yep. killed. I I I thought they were going to He comes be... back like twice. Hmm. I like him a You're lot. Like he was really cool. Like they should have used him more. He's they like, do. "Hello. I shall shoot Hello. you now. Now activating murder mode. Murder, 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 murder." All right, we're at new scene. All right, robot self robot self-help group. Robot self-help. Tell me about yourself. My name is Denzel Octavius Computer, but you may call me Doc for short. Hello, Doc. Every morning when my wake-up protocols wake me up from my hibernation mode, I look in the mirror and I say, Fucking Tuesdays, am I right? How did that make you feel, Doc? It made me feel like I've got a bad case of the Tuesdays. That was a good scene. <laughs> so I did, uh, I'm not sure if you heard my, uh, April Fool's Day prank of the year was I posted me trying to speak Spanish for, like, 15 minutes. It was a very, <laughs> very challenging experience for me, but I feel like I did a pretty decent job. Y una ardilla que estaba de paso levantó la rama sobre un hombro y continuó su camino. Ese para mi pene, dijo el árbol lamentado su perdida. I just, I find that like, a lot of the time, um, we have, we have, you know, I won't, I'm not going to get into where I work and all that stuff. I will talk. We do have customers who call in here Spanish and um, we do have Spanish speakers all over the place to help these customers out. But a lot of the time they want to speak English because they're learning English and they want to do it in these scenarios so they can get better at it. And I always think to my, and this is why I started, I decided to speak Spanish because of these situations because I learned that, oh, Maybe I should be working on a new language to help further my horizons. Right. And I find that I have a lot of Spanish-speaking people who call in, and it'd be really nice if I'd be able to – if they, if there was anything they couldn't say to me in English, I could at least understand them in Spanish. So I've been working really hard trying to um, make that happen. So that's that's been me. You know, Skylar, you are truly – you're doing God's work out there. I'm proud of you. I don't know about all that. I just (laughs) – I don't know if it's a selfish thing, but I do believe that it's nice to broaden your horizons. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know there's a Chuck Tingle – a Tingleverse role-playing game? What? Yeah, we should play some. Oh, my God. That sounds really good. I'm looking at this one. This is oh, the places you'll blow, an adults-only collection of sentient location erotica. By Dr. <laughs> Chuck Tingle. This is my favorite. Straight. 
It's a good title. Just straight. And it's like a fucking skull. Yeah, I'm seeing that one now. <laughs> I love this uh I love this uh tweet by Chuck Tingle. Would just need handsome photo with white background. Some buds like to be shirtless, but that that is optional. Whatever way is comfortable, if not is is understandable. Whatever proves love for you. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That one time Patrick Rothfuss, Chuck Tingle, John Scalzi, and Neil Gaiman created the wise man's butt. What? <laughs> Patrick Rothfuss tweets, title, Kvothe kicks every inch of some dude's ass. The King Killer Chronicles, The Name of the Wind, Book 2, The Wise Man's Fear, Book 3, Every Inch of Some Dude's Ass. Every Inch of Some Dude's Ass. <laughs> Slammed in every inch of the ass by Doors of Stone. Oh, God. And then, Ch- that, that's John Scalzi. Then Chuck Tingle comes in. Hello, Patrick Rothfuss. After tweets from online buds, I have researched and will be open to collaboration on story name, The Wise Man's Butt. <laughs> Pat Rothfuss, I like the cut of your jib, sir. My only concern is the cover. I'd want something dynamic and titillating, yet tasteful and literary. My idea is a man thinking about his butt or butthole. He is very wise and very handsome. I like it. Could could we maybe include some visual element to clearly signal to the reader the fantasy elements in the story? Neil Gaiman joins in to say, perhaps the wise man could have an enormous beard. That's his fantasy in my book. And then Pat Rosso says, Neil has a good point here, Chuck. And let the, and the man knows a thing or two about fantasy and beards. That is true. It's very true. You know, when the good ideas come, you just take them. You just got to implement them. It's a conglomerate, a meeting of the minds for sure. Like, that's going to be the hottest book of the fucking whenever the hell it dis- ever decides to come out. Like, shit. This guy's been working on this shit for like 10 years. Like, goddamn. Chuck Tingle comes out with fucking 88 books a day. Like, you could use, I think Patrick Rothfuss could, ta- could uh, take a tip or two from him i think so <laughs> like making more making more books on, on an untimely manner did you um there was this one that patrick rothfuss released that was like it starred one of the side characters and it was just her running around the sewers for three hours yeah it was uh i forget her name but um i couldn't get through it i was so fucking bored i put it like i stopped listening to it yeah no uh i'm not saying it's bad by any stretch but i am gonna say but does it get better no i didn't i didn't i didn't fin- i didn't really listen to it because i really like i'll listen to it once the doors of stone come out like that's really all i care about at this point like you know i'll watch i'll watch game of thrones when the last book comes out that's gonna be in my will once i'm cremated and put into an urn i'm gonna say listen i don't care I just want to hear the audiobook. Like put like play an audiobook next to the urn for 75 hours cuz how long the fucking book's going to oh be. Oh my god, yeah. Like that's crazy. Like the fact that the plot t- it's it's the story is that it's a it's a frame narrative where what's his name? The 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 demon guy and the fucking the the penman are just sitting in the bar with him and over the course of like 2 hours he says all of this shit but then the book is like is just like 50 hours long dude the first book is thir- the first book is 30 the second one is 60 hours like it's 90 hours of content like how is this guy like it it takes place over the course of 2 days though and it's just him talking about his entire life story like like you i'm sure you've picked up on that too like how's he unless he's talking really fucking fast yeah i mean the whole so like a big thing about uh I think what uh, the King Killer Chronicles is really known for and really good for is the unreliable narrator. 
Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that the Chronicler, like we're reading the Chronicle's retelling of the story, basically. It's from his perspective. Yeah. So literally, so it is it is a genius book because it it takes place from three perspectives. It's the Chronicler, but what we're, what we're reading is the Chronicler's retelling of Quoth's retelling of his story. So we have what really happened, how Quoth sees it, and how the Chronicler rewrote it, which I think is incredible. Because it goes into the idea of like the I forget the I forget I have to reread the book here. It's it's coming to that point, but mm-hmm. you know, the things that the giant lizards that breathe fire, but they're not actually dragons. Yeah, they're like drakes or and, something. And they talk about like how it's 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 like a it's a deconstruction of mythology because the idea was that people uh mythology came about to scare people from going into the wilderness so you would look outside and say there's fucking monsters out there there are no fucking monsters but i saw a big lizard once and that's a dragon you know what yeah. i mean i like, feel that's... like the book explores that a lot like something happens and then like somebody talks about it and then somebody else talks about it and then by the time like fucking the first guy hears about it again like fucking both who's casting lightning on people Meanwhile, all he did was like fucking throw some pocket sand at him and light it on fire. I'm telling you, man, there is a it's beautiful. Yeah. And it just really it makes you think about like all the other shit you hear about, like how many how many fucking mouths did this go through? It's like a game of telephone. Like how much of this can you actually all like, right. how much of this is actually true and how much of it is just let's, garnished? Let's do a game of telephone between you and me right now. All right, let's do it. All right. You say something. 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 Some thong. Some thwing. Fumbling. Shumbling. Stumbling. Tumbling. Mumbling. Rumbling. Crumbling. Lumbling. Fumbling. Sumbling. Pumbling. Cumbling. <laughs> That was pretty good. Something, yeah. That was. <laughs> we got a few, got a few more of those than I thought we would out of that. It just made some of those are actual real words too. That was pretty cool. Let's do another scene. All right, shut this shit down. What the fuck going on in here? You got gunk on the floor. You got gunk on the ceiling. You got gunk in your fucking ears, man. Hey, buddy, that's my fucking. Bar you're talking about. Yeah, your bar's got fucking gunk on it. All your drinks are expired. You got fucking flies doing the backstroke in my fucking drink. Shit. I don't know. I've lost it. I've lost the plot. <laughs> yeah, there's, there was no plot. That was it. I'm going to have to bring in my expert, Bob from Bob's Burgers, to show you how it's done. Let's do some more impressions. Yeah, yeah it's me, Bob from Bob's Burgers. My name's Master Chief Cortana. I'm Big Inge. Big Inge. Hello, my name is Stephen Hawking, and I fucking love black holes. Hello. Hello. You're getting pretty good at that. Hello. Goodbye. My name is Grizz. (laughs) That's a good impression of me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, it's me, fucking... What's his name? 
Bobcat. Flying. Bobcat Goldblader. Gold plant. <laughs> gold plant. Gold plate. Ah, uh, Mickey Mouse. Ah. <laughs> uh, you ever you ever see that fucking Goofy's trial? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Goofy. Murder. Goofy. Shut the fuck up. I love murder. Why? Goofy. The demons told me to. Oh god. Shut the fuck up, Goofy. Guilty. Fuck. Do it again. Gorsh. Gorsh. I did it. Gorsh. Gorsh, Mickey. All right. I need you to do an impress. Do an impression. Robert De Niro right now. You talking to me? I'm fucking talking to you. I'm fucking Robert De Niro. You can fucking suck my dick, huh? <laughs> you started really good and you went right in the fire. Just right into <laughs> Alright, alright. New impression. Morgan Freeman. Let's hear yours. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let, me, let me at least look up a quote. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get a really good quote. All right, ready? Yeah. Challenge yourself. It's the only path which leads to growth. Huh? Uh. Damn, that's pretty good. Now get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> <laughs> How are you so good at that, dude? <laughs> You really are really good fucking... You're really good doing impressions. I, I, I try. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello. Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we're going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that, as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil. Vigil.